Extreme Anime Radio. Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Now streaming at twitch.tv slash extreme anime radio with podcasts powered by Anchor at anchor.fm slash anime radio. Please note that our live shows are available to view on Twitch for a limited time. However, portions of the audio recordings may be edited prior to podcast release. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the Extreme Anime Radio podcast in general. We appreciate your understanding and thank you for your support. say we try this again neff uh let's try it again (laughs) (laughs) welcome everybody to a special monday evening edition of the extreme anime radio mini podcast of sorts um let's explain what's going on first of all i'm jr and he's neff in case you didn't know um we had some issues not with the podcast from last week when we actually did it but when we actually recorded it, uh, there was an issue with my microphone. Intermittently, my voice was sounding like it's. It was. You get the. You get the drill. <laughs> yeah, one of those wonderful technical difficulties that you don't realize until after you're already done. Exactly. Um, so because of that, unfortunately, we've decided not to post the last podcast onto Anchor. So we're hopefully going to post this show instead, which uh, may or may not be the full hour, but we'll see. Um, but we do apologize for, you know, not being able to publish last week's podcast uh, that way. Uh, what we're going to try to do is if you're willing to put up with the problems that we had with my mic, um... We are going to publish the video podcast onto YouTube this week that we did last time. So um, we will share you the link uh, when that is posted. Um, Also, um, I've unloaded some of the things that might have been tying up some of the memory. This nice little video crawl that we ran here last time, 
Um, we have now replaced with uh, Linktree and all sorts of wonderful icons there for your perusal. <laughs> yeah, it's a little less uh, resource intensive. Yes. And considering I have 32 gigabytes of RAM on this computer, I was kind of shocked that these issues happened. Well, it may not be the video crawl itself. It may be other programs running in the background that suddenly decided, you know what? For whatever reason, we want more. Yeah. (laughs) So anybody watching us right now, if we start to sound a little strange, do let me know. Another thing I tried is to plug uh, this whole microphone setup into my USB 3 port instead of my USB 2 port. I don't know if that will make a difference. Well, in theory, the USB 3 port has more bandwidth, but the devices attached to it have to realize that it's USB 3. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So we're working with that, um, and we certainly appreciate you guys joining us. Again, if you are listening on Anchor, then there are no issues, and we did this podcast successfully. Um, And if you'd like to see all the antics we do um, visually... You can join us on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Extreme Anime Radio. We're going to try it again with that wonderful full-page slate at the end of the broadcast that uh, Neff was reading off of last time. And uh, so you'll have all the information there on how to um, access us via our social media channels. Um, mm. So, Neff, uh, before I get into some quick business, uh, how was your day today back to work? Well, first day back to work in um, three weeks. Mm. So basically, you log on, and it doesn't help that the remote connection apparently is having fits all day. Right. You know, it's doing this sort of thing, which causes much frustration. (laughs) And so needless to say, by about one o'clock, I'm ready to, you know, just throw the computer out the window and go back to bed. Oh, no. But I did manage to find out that the handy-dandy little gadget I backed on uh, Kickstarter Mm. actually works. Oh, cool. Now, handy-dandy little gadget. I produce a lot of notes that I then summarily have to destroy. Mm. Now, (laughs) what I'm going to do, and I don't know if it's going to be visible on the screen, so I'm going to try this. And for those of you listening on the podcast, you won't know what the heck I'm talking about. So join us next time on Twitch TV, <laughs> twitch.tv forward slash Extreme Anime Radio, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, I'm going to hold this in front of the camera. Oh, no, we can't. And we can't see it because, <laughs> oh, great, because it's white. <laughs> see, it's basically what it is. It is a special type of paper mm-hmm. and a special type of pen. Okay. All I have to do is spray the paper. You might hear that hissing sound. That's actually me spraying the paper with water. Okay. And then take a handy-dandy rag that the company provides, and it is completely clean oh, and wow. reusable. Nice. So instead of creating literally a shopping bag full of notes that I have to, at some point, bring to the office to shred, I can literally just write away and then wipe away. So kind of like an Etch-A-Sketch of sorts better than that's a sketch because it, you know we got a sketch has those two knobs and all that crap no no no. this is just pen that i can do <laughs> oh cool cool well um i actually had to go to work today it is a national holiday in the united states 
And it's an important one. It's the holiday where we celebrate the life and the legacy of uh, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. A very, very important person in our history, um, especially with the efforts that he championed um, when he was alive and the legacy that everybody continues today. Uh, I see a lot of people um, sharing a lot of Martin Luther King Jr. quotes, including one that we uh, shared on Instagram this morning. Um, And I think um, these are words that we can listen to and try to reflect on, especially this year. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. And that's a direct quote from him. Yeah, I mean, this past year, I think uh, Dr. King would be most disappointed in a lot of us. Mm. But I would hope that he would have seen, at least until recently, some serious progress. Mm -hmm. And then, um, obviously, something we did bring up on the last podcast was the reason we weren't on the previous week was because of everything that happened at the Capitol. Um, this is going to be a time of change coming this week, and we hope that uh, things will turn for the better in the U.S. Well, I mean, I'll say this, observing from you know outside the borders, all we can hope for, I think, is a peaceful transition mm-hmm. and that the former administration, for lack of a better term, and the most polite term a Canadian can use in this situation goes away quietly. Mm. Yes. Because I do not want my Wednesday once again filled with scenes of that. Yeah. I because that, that that was like, yeah. Right. It's um, still a lot of work we have to do, I think, as a nation in that regard. Um, if... Um... It makes you kind of think a little more, doesn't it? Mm. You know, that's the ironic part. Mm-hmm. You know, with everything that went down on January the 6th, 2021, right. I think it makes this Martin Luther King Day that much more relevant mm-hmm. and that much more something that we should be thinking about going forward. Exactly. Exactly. Um on a positive note, we do have uh, a very important birthday. In fact, two important birthdays today, uh, January the 18th, and it's with this person that I'm going to show right here. This is one of the cosplayers of Extreme Anime Radio mascot Sarah Yoshida, Floral Ninja-chan. She has uh, cosplayed our Extreme Anime Radio mascot character, Over the last few years, one of her first shoots was for the calendar that we did many years back. You remember that calendar, Neff? Yes, indeed. It was a very pretty calendar, as I recall. Yes. So today is her birthday, and not only her, but also her twin sister, Lone Star Dove, who also um, is responsible for the photography of uh, Floor Ninja Chan's Sarah cosplays and many of her other cosplays. So, um, very, very, very happy birthday to both Flora Ninja-chan and Lone Star Dove, and many happy returns. Um, 
Neff, one of the things um, that she was telling me, Flo Ninja Chan, when I spoke to her today, was that um, I had invited her, if you weren't doing anything, why don't you join us on the podcast? It's been about a year since um, we interviewed her by audio, and we used some of her comments for the um, Ballet Cosplay Safety Podcast that we did for cosplayers. Um, but no, she was telling me that her plan tonight with her sister was to play back because I think they're big Green Bay Packers fans. They're going to play back from their DVR the entire Green Bay Packers versus L.A. Rams game. So, in the remote chance that either of you are watching right now, Flow Ninja Channel, Lone Star Dove, I don't think you are, but in case you are, turn us off right now. Because in a few seconds, we are going to go right into the recap of what I like to call the quarterfinals, but what the NFL likes to call the divisionals. So you have five seconds, four, three, two, one, hail Aaron Rodgers. I won't quite say hail Aaron Rodgers just yet. (laughs) Because... He's got a nasty little speed bump he's got to take care of next Sunday. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That same nasty little speed bump who took Drew Brees, patted him on the helmet, and kicked him in the butt. I wouldn't say, as far as Brady goes, yes, he threw some TDs, of course, but I don't think he was the key to the game. I think the key was his defense. Yeah, the defense was a major part. But you see, at his age, Brady's age, that is, which is 43, you can't afford too many Mm screw-ups because you'll find yourself stapled to the bench and summarily, you know, drummed out the door. Mm -hmm. So he played what I called an adequate game, Mm -hmm. which for a 43-year-old is much different than for, say, I don't know, a 24-year-old. Right. (laughs) <laughs> but um, it was a touching moment. I don't know if you saw the um, the video from the after the end of the game last night with um, Brady and Breeze's family meeting up on the field. Yeah, I happened to be listening or watching the American feed, so I got most of that. Mm-hmm. See, the trick is the Canadian feed, as soon as the game was over, boom, they move on to the next thing. Right. So there was no there was no moments of you know watching the families do their thing and then watching drew Brees for what may well be the last time as an active player on a football field he hasn't said anything yet other than i'm gonna think about it yes but you know seeing how beat up he was especially you know after cracking and breaking a number of ribs yeah exactly coming back while Basically, the Kevlar jacket is the only thing keeping the ribs in their approximate locations. (laughs) You know, that I'm going, unless he heals really, really good, I I think that contract he signed with the Peacock Network, and no, I don't mean their streaming service, I mean the actual Peacock Network, will come into play. Right. So, um supposedly i guess if if it's out with breeze and it's probably in with uh, Jameis winston yeah or possibly the other the other uh player i can only, i can't remember his name right now i only remember his number seven right 
who was who was playing as Breeze's backup because Winston himself ended up, I think, getting COVID at one point. Taysom Hill? Taysom Hill, thank you. I knew I could think of it and I could see it as like, what is that name? Gak. I had to look it up. But uh, yeah. okay, so I don't feel that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's flip the coin, Neff. Your bills. Oh my goodness, it gave you a heart attack. At this point, it's house money, but dang. <laughs> it's like, okay, make it as painful as possible. Make it, you know, as dramatic as, you know, eek. Right. Now, the one thing I will say about Bill's fans, we're we're a strange fandom. Okay. <laughs> We jump through tables for fun, mm-hmm. okay? But one thing we will do is we will always acknowledge a fallen foe. Hmm. Now, what do I mean? Lamar Jackson had to leave the game after sustaining a concussion. Right. And the Bills fandom, or Bills Mafia as they're gleekly called, <laughs> banded together. And for his favorite charity, raised something in the neighborhood of $28,000. Wow. Boom, just like that. You know, as I said, the Buffalo fandom is weird, but we acknowledge our foes and we say, good on you. Because in this case, you know, had Lamar not gotten knocked out, the game could have very easily gone the other way. Oh, definitely. So that's why I say, you know, the Bills at this point, they're playing with house money, but they keep giving me heart attacks. So that by next Sunday night, I will either, you know, have the final heart attack or it's like, okay, one more heart attack two weeks after this, folks. Somebody else who got concussed was Pat Mahomes. You think he'll be back in time? Now, I don't think it's the concussion that's going to get him. Because if you see the replay, it was more along the lines of getting basically choked out mm. as he was being driven down to the turf. Right. So I don't know if the concussion is that bad. However, if you watch his footwork and you watch them working on his foot, he's got a problem hmm. with at least one toe. And we think, and the announcers were saying it's probably his big toe. I can remember if it's left foot or right foot, I think it was his Ooh. plant foot. Oh boy. Now I don't know if any of you have ever had problems with your feet especially your toes, I have. And I can tell you, if you have problems with your toes, especially, you will, in fact, have problems walking, never mind trying to plant and, you know, fling fling a football. Hmm. So it might be any time at some point next Sunday night. In which case, the Vegas odd maker, odds makers will, you know, similarly all jump out of windows because they're <laughs> going to lose their shirts. Because while Chad Henney is a very decent human being, there's a reason he's a backup mm. and has been a backup for most of his career. Right. So well, it's uh, it's really going to be an interesting championship Sunday. I'll tell you that much. And you see, the trick is Green Bay, going back to Green Bay for a minute and Tampa Bay. Mm. Tom Brady's performance when it's cold drops off a cliff. (laughs) You know, and I'm going, this is where he and I are in roughly the same age group. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I know exactly why his performance drops through the floor Mm. when it gets cold. Yeah. And, you know, Tampa Bay can get a little chilly. Green Bay, Wisconsin, a freezer. 
<laughs> and they're calling they're calling for snow too for sunday yep oh boy so in other words you know while aaron Rodgers is sitting there going welcome to my house <laughs> poor tom's gonna be shivering there going set this house on fire i'm freezing <laughs> well then you think maybe green bay will have a big advantage at that point if if the weather is as forecast I think it will be a spectacular advantage for Green Bay. And for as far as uh, Tampa Bay is concerned there, then then you probably think off the top of your head, only two of their players are used to the cold, and those being Tom Brady and Ron Gronkowski. Yeah, except both of them have now entered that age group where it's like, <laughs> it's cold, it's miserable. Yeah. There are wolves after me. Oh! <laughs> Um, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, we're looking forward to hopefully a good week. And, um, as far as my life is concerned, um, I am fielding questions from some of my friends and I'm bringing this up again, even though we mentioned it, I think on the last podcast, Neff, do I, or do I not plan for a trip back to Japan now? Well, I don't know. It's it's dicey. Considering that uh, right now, if you look the um, the deals that you can get on airfares and hotels are pretty pretty good. <laughs> well, yeah, but the question will be a whether you'll be let into the country exactly that you're going to, and b whether the country you're coming back to won't say, guess what, you're in quarantine for X number of days. Exactly. So. Uh, who knows if uh, things uh, will be – it won't be back to normal by the end of this year, but maybe a little more normal than it is right now. Um, and I will tell you that one of the things that uh, has been kind of driving me lately is YouTube. Um, YouTube, I've probably mentioned this before um, – those train videos where you're looking at the front of the train in Japan as you're going around, you know, whether it be the city or the countryside. But now there's, um, there's something else I've just stumbled upon. And that is a YouTube channel by the name of, uh, Rambalak. Now I don't know who Rambalak is, but I'm going to post the link here. It's kind of a long YouTube link in the, um, in the Twitch chat there. But Rambalak does videos mostly around Tokyo, but also in some other parts of Japan. What he basically does is he just takes his camera or his mobile phone, whatever he has, puts it on a um, on a steady cam of sorts, turns it on, and just walks around. He just walks along at a regular pace, uncut, and just brings you all the scenery that he encounters. And I think, you know, for me, who really enjoys the Japanese culture, that, you know, that really kind of takes me home in a way. That sounds definitely interesting. I mean, one of the things I've wanted to do, because now that I have the funds to make it happen and not have to try and do it on the cheap and hurt myself. Right. um, Switzerland has, as you know, a very wide ranging rail system as well. Oh yes. Including a lot of stuff that goes into the mountains. 
Hmm. See, and I'd like to do that a when the weather's at least decent, and b I can afford. Okay, so if I need this, fine, I'll pay for it. Dang, there it is. Interesting. Now you talking about these railroads that go over the mountains or the railroads that go through the mountains? Both, actually. <laughs> I mean, there is one that will get you about 3,500 meters up. Wow. It's a long trip. Uh-huh. And by the time you're up there, there's not much to do, actually. <laughs> so you basically look around, you get your photos, you come back down. <laughs> Unless you want to pay, you know, an arm, leg, and a spleen for, you know, the hotel rooms up there. But it would just be the whole, you know getting that different air, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, the sound of that particular train, because what happens is at a po- at a certain point, it goes to the cog that's in the third rail, essentially. Mm. And then you get that unique feeling of the train going up that way. Right. As opposed to the rails and the motor dragging it up. Wow. I think Japan, one of their old railways used to have like the same similar system. For one of those for those steep railways that was eventually replaced by the bullet train. Well, no, I think there was a smaller version of that of the system I'm mentioning. Last time we were there together in 2013, right? See, because I because I, I saw it and I'm like, wait a minute, oh, it's one of those type of systems. Are you talking about in Hakone? I think so. Yeah, the one that goes up the very steep up yeah. the mountain. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah, so, something similar so it's to that. Same. Yeah, similar to that, but, you know, in Switzerland, it's a lot colder. Hmm. So you have to be willing to dress warmly and go, okay, it's going to be a little chilly now, folks, for a while. I'd imagine Hakone in December actually will look quite nice. The other thing I was talking about, Neff, was going through the mountains. Um, recently, they completed in Japan a rail tunnel that become the that became the longest rail tunnel in the world. It actually beat the tunnel that goes... Um, under the um, the strait that goes from uh, the main island of Japan, Honshu, to Hokkaido. And I have the information here. Gothard Bassist Tunnel. Yes, that one. It is um, goes under the Swiss Alps uh, in the areas of Uri, Grissons, and Ticino. And it is... Uh, 57 kilometers. Okay. Now, think about this for just half a second. You have, at one point, gotten to the middle of that tunnel, which means you have the weight of an entire mountain (laughs) over your head. Now, I've gone through some of the smaller tunnels in Switzerland. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are signs for that moment where you're literally halfway through. And all I could do was look up and go, I better not hear anything weird because at this point I will just duck and cover the rest of the way. (laughs) But yes, um, they recently uh, completed it in uh, 2016. So it's only a few years old. Um, And it beats uh, by a few kilometers the, um, like I said, the undersea tunnel that connects Honshu to Hokkaido um, and now they have the bullet trains running through that um, Seikon tunnel in Japan, uh, but a rather reduced speed of, I think, like 160 kilometers an hour only. Well, yeah. Think about this. 
the faster you go on those rails, the more the, whole, the more the whole train's going to vibrate, right? Train vibrates, rails vibrate, mountain vibrates. <laughs> so yeah, you you don't want to have excess vibration, you know, while thinking about all that weight that could suddenly yeah. And a little more technical talk, too. The Seikon Tunnel in Japan is only one tunnel, and it has bidirectional traffic in one tunnel. And where you have bullet trains going, you know, down the tunnel, you also have freight trains going down the tunnel. So you don't want to blow them over to the side either. Yeah, I could just imagine some poor freight train, you know, doing its thing. Here comes the bullet train at full speed, and that would not end well. (laughs) Nope. But in Japan, I know that, uh, oh, yes, quack. I see a quack. It is Ducky. Ducky's in the chat. Hello, Ducky. Quack, quack, quack. Welcome. Quack, quack, quack. No, um, as I mentioned to, to, to Neff, one of my really uh, bucket list goals is to travel all the way down Japan by train, and w- which would mean involving going through that long underground tunnel. But they really want to speed up the the um, the speed speed up the speed in that tunnel because they have a goal of um wanting to really compete with the air traffic between Tokyo and Sapporo because that's the next bullet train extension that's going to open in about 10 years going all the way to Sapporo. Mm. You know what? I I don't think you necessarily want to compete or try to compete with air on on the basis of look you're in a train. Mm-hmm. Not much is going to go wrong. <laughs> okay. You're in a plane. First of all, you're defying physics. <laughs> Second of all, you're basically sitting on top of, you know, liquid explosives. <laughs> right. Aviation fuel. Right. So, I, you know, from a, from a cost benefit perspective, plus a safety perspective, mm. I would say the train would be the better choice. That's uh-huh. just me. I agree with you, and it's so much easier considering it in Japan and maybe even a lot of uh, places in Switzerland, too. The airports are just so out of the way. Well, yeah, and the airport in Switzerland has that, you know, nasty right-hand turn that if you don't make it right, you're going to end up part of a mountain. Oh, no. Yeah, that's the main that's the main airport in uh, Kloten. Uh, basically, you have to literally go up and then... Whoop, or yeah, you're going to be part of the mountainside. <laughs> so that that's always something when you're sitting in the airplane and they tell you to make sure you're belted. Right. And then you start that lean because, you know, the entire plane goes over and you're like, that's why they want you so securely fastened that safety belt. <laughs> you know, in comparison to something like, say, Pearson, where, you know, short of something really bad happening, you know, you can keep the seatbelt pretty loose. Yeah. But for but for that airport, no, no, no. You want it as <laughs> tight as you can take it, because otherwise you're gonna feel it when you start bouncing around a bit. Yeah, uh, I've heard uh, from my uncle who is who flies to Europe regularly um, with the UN that um, the um, the flights to and from uh, Switzerland are quite nice scenery wise. Oh, they're beautiful. I mean, you are literally coming down with farmland all around you, mm. you know? So it is very picturesque. It's just that whole, you're coming down in a really small area mm-hmm. and they really have to have the pilots 
skills up to scratch. Right. Now, I say this because many moons ago, mm -hmm. when I think it was Air Canada was flying the MD-80, McDonnell Douglas 80. So oh. that is a long time ago. Wow. Yeah. So my mother and I flew to Switzerland that year. And it wasn't the smoothest of flights, but we were like, meh, whatever. Until we got to Zurich or the Cloton Airport. This pilot manages not one bounce, not two bounce, three bounces until he sticks the landing. <laughs> and my mom is a nervous flyer. Oh, no. To, to the point where I have my arm on the armrest, and I swear to God, she was trying to rip off both the armrest and my arm. <laughs> by, by bounce two, I'm like, I'm not going to have an arm. It, she's just going to hold it there. The best part was the pilot comes on, the captain, right, and actually says, this was my first time flying into Zurich. How did I do? You could hear the entire plane wanting to throttle him. <laughs> throttle. Ah. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not talking about, you know, no, no, no. We're talking. So, needless to say, my mom was not happy, and as soon as she could get her feet on solid ground, she's like, I'm not going back up there again. I'm not going back there up the there again. Come to think of it, I think, uh, yeah, last time I was in Canada, Neff, to visit you, I flew from, that was uh, around the same time I visited Umi and Alva in New Orleans, and I flew to Atlanta. I, I, I ended up connecting in Atlanta and going on Delta because that was about half the price of taking a direct flight from New Orleans, apparently. And uh, that flight from Atlanta to see you was on an MD-88, which uh, Delta retired after that. And it was a two-bounce landing for me. So maybe it's just the nature of the aircraft, you know. We'll get you down. Mm -hmm. Whether we get you down, you know, quietly and without drama, yeah. And a lot of dials that you have to pay attention to and displays. Well, you don't have to pay attention to them as as the passenger. The pilot, on the other hand, they they better do their job. <laughs> well, uh, well, there's a lot more I think we could talk about, but uh, we wanted this to be a short show anyway. Again, to make up for the um, uh, the podcast we weren't able to publish last time. Hopefully, everything works now. And what we're going to do is uh, take a few moments off of Twitter, uh, Twitter. Twitch, Twitter, Twitch. Uh, I, why am I getting those confused? Twitch to um, do some game streaming. Well, we're probably going to do, uh, maybe we'll do a little Jackbox. And then uh, a little bit after that, maybe we'll continue on with the Go Go Nippon game that we had started last time. Uh, we'll follow the progress of Ralph. <laughs> yeah remember folks it's rated teen yes it's an all ages game but some of the things we've seen we're like really it's an all ages game <laughs> well again that whole lap pillow scene blink yeah. blink <laughs> hello perverted fool in the closet going where 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 <laughs> so if you're watching us on twitch we will be coming up with that in a few moments but for those of you just watching and listening in general, we will once again post this Slate of Doom and go into the closing commentary.
If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this show or anything you hear on Extreme on Mario's podcast or on our Twitch, Twitch streams, drop us a line uh, by email at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com. Uh, you can catch our, uh, our podcasts on anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. Uh, for links to our social media channels, you can go to linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash anime radio. There you'll find links to our Facebook page, our Twitter account, our Instagram account, and to our Discord so be sure to find us uh, through one of those various social media locations so you can get all the latest news and updates. Uh, and Neff, two weeks from today, the station, or at least Extreme Anime Radio in general, turns 20. Blink, blink, blink. So... I don't know what we're going to do to celebrate. Uh, we still have two weeks to figure that out. Uh, but uh, hopefully we'll have some special things to do for February 1st. Looking forward to it. Yes. So um, with that out of the way, folks, um, again, if you're watching on Twitch, we will be back here shortly to play Jackbox. Um, do you have any... Uh, any suggestions, Neff? Blather around, tri- trivia murder party. Let's try blather around because you know we can get a few people together. You know, and it doesn't take many mm. to make it a very interesting game. Cool. So blather around it is. So we'll do that real quick in just a moment. But for those of you listening on Anchor, hopefully, again, this podcast made it through. Again, we apologize for uh, the glitches that prevented us from uh, posting last time and uh we will be back with a regular full-length podcast um wednesday night hopefully at 8 p.m eastern so for neff i'm jr thank you so much for joining us listening to us watching us however you're tuning in and remember keep on looking out for the extreme mario podcast and our twitch streams and we will see you next time Thank you.